folks, it's another edition of the Terrible Tuesday College Football Pod. We're here on a uh, on a sunny sunny recording Monday. It feels more like it's cloudy and rainy, Andrew. I am in the dumps. How are you feeling after Godric. a weekend of, of, of both of our teams falling? They did. They did. I don't, I mean, maybe it's, I think it just comes down to expectations because I'm having a great day. I'm having, <laughs> I had a great weekend. It's, oh, boy. You just got to, I'm a wily veteran, Todd. I know not to get too high and low. And, and I think you're, you just, you're just learning. Andrew. <laughs> you got some things to say, I think. No, you know. <laughs> I can't dwell on this too much because it's... It's a Kentucky pod, Todd. It's on to the next one. And this is not a Kentucky pod. We don't <laughs> want to bore the folks. But um, it was a sad day on Saturday. It was a sad weekend. And, uh, you know, it, it was cloudy as well, so that made it worse. It was a, a um, nice fall Big Ten weekend around here. <laughs> not much was. sun. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, your nose fell. They did. They did. I wish they would have fallen playing well. Uh, They didn't necessarily play well. Yeah, I caught that game, uh, a lot of that game. Credit to the the Demon Deeks. They're better than I gave them credit for. Well, when you got one of the best quarterbacks in the land back. That guy. He's a little gunslinger, isn't he? He makes me sick. Yeah, he's pretty good. Very rarely they got pressure on him, but when they did, it didn't really matter because he was dropping – Dropping him in the bucket, as they say. He's pretty good. Uh, yeah, he's a good ball player, good receivers, and that's about it. That's about where the NFL players stop on that team, but uh, they're going to put some points up on you they if will. you let them. And, uh, yeah, just like I said, a little, little disappointing that uh, didn't didn't feel like the, the offense played real well, did some stupid things throughout the game, penalties, stuff that really hadn't haunted the boys all year. Yeah. Kind of reared its ugly head. Um, if you would have told me Wake was only going to score 31 points, I would have said that's a Knowles dub the way the offense was humming. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, just had an off day. Got to bounce back. Got to. Got to bounce back, and that's not an easy You're task. You're still, still in control of your own destiny here. Yeah, kind of, sort of. You got to put up some dubs here and there, but I like – I don't, I, mean, you I don't got, mind the spot where you're at. Where you you're got at. Uh, at NC State and Clemson next week. You're a dog in both of those games, so you're going to have to – and you're still banged up. It would help if your well, both of those best teams, players were playing. Both those teams are, are – Beatable. Yeah, they're beatable. As we saw uh, Saturday evening. We which, did. That was a weird game, wasn't it? I mean – First half was to be expected, yeah, I thought. Yeah, Just kind of defensive dominated – Thankfully, the weather didn't play a part. Hurricane never was a factor. Um, but, yeah, NC State, I mean, it really came down, in my opinion, I just it just came down to Clemson's defensive front yeah. whipping them yeah. all night long. And we hadn't seen that. We expected that coming into the year. And the embarrassment of riches of Clemson's defensive fronts because they were still without two of their best players, probably two first-rounders mm-hmm. off that front. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Xavier something or other. He's been out all year. He might be back this week. And then Brian Brzee also out. And I was actually, which we'll get to ESPN, are they just screwing us yeah. over in the pickums? Because well, that's what it sounds I've like. I've got a bit of explaining to do there, too. But... um. It didn't save picks so over what the happened weekend. For me, Andrew, and this has happened to me before and I caught it. 
you know how if you don't write in the score at the end, the 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 tiebreaker score, yeah. it won't save. Oh, really? I didn't. It even will not save. That. So um, Thursday evening, I uh, from what I had I had recollected, I had made my picks and uh, we're we're out of the app. We're good to go. Good to go for the weekend. I check it uh, midday Saturday. See how I'm doing. <laughs> not well. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> And uh, nothing was saved, so I quickly it, it took away four of them. Yeah, but the it early let me kicks. it let me pick six games, and I said, okay, I yeah. can still recover from this. Exactly. Those were probably if it didn't save them your order or anything. Those were your yeah. four, one through four confidence. Yeah, and I was like, this is fine. Nothing, I, I, I can recover from this. I pick six games, type in the score, save. I even checked on it to make sure. Check back in, Andrew. The ESPN app. Yeah, there's what a are they glitch. doing to us? Uh, my brother-in-law said the same thing. He was out of town, but he's he was complaining about the service yeah. down in Alabama. It wasn't a service issue. It was straight it was up not. ESPN screwing I was us on over. The, I was on the Wi-Fi, great Wi-Fi, yeah. and it just uh, yeah, I don't know and, what happened. And it's actually still doing it. It's not letting you today, Monday. You can get in this week's picks. It's not yeah. letting you save the picks. So there's a glitch. I don't know if it had something to do with uh, one of the games to pick on. There was SMU UCF, which was postponed until Wednesday of this week. So I don't know if that. So you couldn't pick that game, mm-hmm. and that screwed it up anyway because that was like my four confidence yeah. pick, and Barney I think was like ten on that confidence. So that screwed with it there. ESPN's got some explaining to do. Yeah, we're working up a lawsuit, and we will. Our people will talk to their people. Uh, they probably had an intern in charge of the coding for this thing, and he just let it slip by. What a joke! Come on, and, ESPN. Uh, so I, I was I was very upset because I, it was my one through four, and I was like, I yeah, I, you I can, can you can easily that. recover from especially this. with old. Barney. Barn, our leader. We don't want to put yeah. you on blast, but three and six ain't getting it done, Barn. Uh, new leader in the clubhouse is his brother Kevin. Yeah. Two points up Big on Kev. me. I had a fairly good week. I had TCU over Oklahoma. Yes, I did. Wow. Uh, but the whole how I got into that, I was actually going – I had NC State picked as my two confidence. The day was off to a great start. As the day went on, I was like, I don't really like that pick anymore. I was going to go change it to Clemson, mm-hmm. and then I saw Brzee was out. And I'm like, there you go. If you guys can't get this dub, NC State, what are we doing here? And yeah. uh, they were kind of dominated yeah. from start to finish. Uh, that late touchdown in the first half obviously made it a, a game into yes. the second half. But, um, yeah, they, I was – they they couldn't run. At no they point did I think they were like in any kind of control at all. I, I just like it. Even though it was tight for a minute, I was like, man, they're just. It was kind of like that. Uh, I take it back to like Kentucky, Florida, or Kentucky, Georgia last year. Like it's close in the second half, but at no point did you think that they were going to win this game? Like, at no point did not. Um, so it was that uh, happened. It was disappointing because NC uh, Clemson's secondary. They had one guy back from Wake Forest game where they got torched in the secondary, uh, but he was like all over the place and then he left for targeting in the first half <laughs> yeah, he did. so i mean it was like they I, I again kind of disappointed in nc state but they have really thayer thomas is a pretty nice receiver uh but that's about it and then when you're pressuring leary every single play um it just was not he didn't have the time to go downfield like uh wake forest did so uh i was i was impressed i thought uh Oh, I, I mentioned the embarrassment of riches on the defensive line. It's It just shows the vastness of uh, difference between talent. Yeah. Uh, my Knowles are running out there. Jared Verse transfer from Albany. One of the very few difference makers we have on the roster. 
as we saw earlier in the in the year. He got hurt against Louis, uh, Louisville. Um, he's out there on like one leg. They, he played 15 snaps, or I'm sorry, about 25 snaps, 12 passing down snaps. He only played 12 passing down snaps. Okay. He led the team in pressures. Oh boy. That's, in 12 snaps. That's not good. He Andrew. had a sack. He's a difference maker, and we don't have many of those. And I really need him and a few other guys to get healthy so we can get back to our uh, if competitive you're lead, ways. If you're leading the team in any category whatsoever <laughs> with 12, 12 snaps, it was a tough day. <laughs> tough day at the office. Uh, he's a very good player, and I really need him to get healthy for these next couple of weeks. Yeah. As I do some other guys, offensive line, defensive line, still banged up. We're not deep enough to sustain that sort of thing when we're playing good teams. Well, Andrew, I'll just go ahead and get it out. Just rip the band aid. I'll just off go time. ahead and get it out. I've been holding it in. Uh, the Cats lost as the better team. That's about the uh, gist of it. it. It was more of a, uh, you know how bad teams find a way to lose? They sure That do. used to be the K- Kentucky of old. It was like you have a chance to win, but that old Kentucky way, fans expected it, players expected it. It was a belief around the program that when you have a chance, you will find a way to lose. That belief has kind of gone. It's not there anymore, but Andrew... There's about six or seven plays that if one of those plays is different, they win the game. Six, and, and, that, and that's all it is. It was just like, um, for example, Barry on Brown, touchdown on the kickoff. Sure trips, is. Trips over his own player. <laughs> sure is. Um, Dane Key, game-winning touchdown. They love the matchup, which, Andrew, by the way, I'm not going to put any blame on any officiating because this, <laughs> game, is, this game is on Kentucky, okay? <laughs> This game is on Kentucky. He is that guy, folks. No, 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 no. <laughs> but not today. This game not is on today. Kentucky. Right, you lost that game. You you made some crucial mistakes. I do, however, didn't like. I didn't like the. Uh, I guess the call on that on the fade there at the end where they called. They they said the receiver wasn't set. Andrew, it was like. Oh, he Le- wasn't. It was legit like half a second. He wasn't set. It was like half a second. They though. showed one replay, and it wasn't even a good Correct. one. Correct. It's the right the call. It's the right call, Andrew. <laughs> but it, I compare it to LeBron James driving in the paint for a game-winning bucket, <laughs> and he gets hit in the hand. They're not going to call that because it alters the game. Now, it's the right call. It shouldn't have come down to that play. I'm not going to blame anybody. There was probably targeting on Will Levis too. There but, was no probably about that one. That was clearly targeting. But the, once again, the series before. But once again, it shouldn't have come down to that play. Uh, if proud it, of you, if, Todd. It, if it comes down to that, you have just really crapped the bed. Um, but no, there was so many different things in that game. Um, just unexplainable things. First half receiver decides not to catch the punt he could have caught it at the 15 or 20 whatever it was but no he lets it go down to the one and that results in a safety i mean just (laughs) mental mistakes um two muffed extra points one blocked don't talk to me about kicking problems i Uh, mean i don't need to hear about anything like that (laughs) we left so many andrew we were in the red zone four times uh, sorry three times at the end of the game with zero points yeah um that hurts. When all you needed was a field goal to tie, even. And Andrew, Standard talk about the up and down emotions. Mm. First fumble, I say that's the game. There goes the game. We get the ball back. Barry Hum Brown takes it down to the seven. I say, hey, at least we're getting the field goal going to <laughs> overtime. <laughs> and then the fade to the end zone. Touchdown. Game over. Game's over. We win the game. Next Not play. The but can we say one thing? Chris Rodriguez is pretty good, isn't he? 
He's pretty good. 3.8 a carry isn't exactly lighting the world on fire, but but he's good. They gave him the ball. They didn't give him the ball as much as they should have. But first play of the game, he just <laughs> – it was like a difference maker. First play of the game, they give him the ball, and he bounces off tacklers for like eight yards. I mean, that just – Hadn't happened the first four weeks of the year. That's just something we, we haven't seen. So, look – Kentucky's still in control of their own destiny, but it just got a lot harder. Um, I think I was ready to pencil in Tennessee and Georgia as automatic losses. You have to beat one of those now, one of those teams now. For what? To win the division? To win the division? Well, you have to beat Georgia, no matter what. No matter what, but I mean, even just if you have a chance at a at a, at a uh, Sugar Big Bowl, bowl. Yeah. At, a, at a New Orleans New Orleans trip on the second of January, um, so. It became a lot harder. I think my ten and two prediction went down to nine and three. Um, if they win convincingly, convincingly this weekend against South Carolina, um, I'll keep that nine and three. But if it's a close game, we might be flirting with eight and four. So, <laughs> but you know what, Andrew? I still like my team. I like the future of the receiving core. We got some dudes on that team. Yeah, we got some dudes. Dane Key can play. Dane Key. Barry on Brown is fast. That man is, is he a very freshman fast. too? Yes. Oh boy. Both true freshmen. Solid. Um, they are both dudes. So I like the, I like that team. I like the future of it. The offensive line will be better next year. But uh, Kentucky's not going anywhere. But it hurts a little bit to see that. That was a game where the better team lost. Um, credit to Ole Miss for winning that game. I Finding guess. Finding a way. They did. Um, yeah, they're and, interesting. I. Um... Well, Jackson Dart is not. He's not clicking, that's for sure. Yeah, it's it, really did, did weird you, to did see. Did you catch any of the close-ups on his face like after an incomplete pass or something? Like He looked like he was about to cry. <laughs> like He was one of those guys that, like, if I'm his teammate, he's got a very punchable face. <laughs> uh, the helmets weren't as bad as I thought they would be. They either. weren't. It wasn't really even noticeable unless it was close-up. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting watching uh, Ole Miss. We'll get to it later. I put a bunch of polls on the gram again today because um, I don't think they're necessarily a top 10 team. But uh, Not to mention uh, – sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, one good. more thing. The Kentucky defense held them to three points in the second half. Um, one thing I've been impressed with Kentucky is they've been very good this year at making second-half adjustments. Very good all year. Um, so I like that going forward, and I thought they played well in the second half against – Ole Miss made some adjustments. They were getting abused in the middle of the field, and they kind of shut that down a little bit. Um, but, yeah, Ole Miss, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's kind of weird to see them, a Lane Kiffin offense, that does kind of struggle. Yeah. They don't really have playmakers on the outside, it looks like, and it's kind of a ground and pound type of thing. Yeah. And, and uh, just kind of weird to see Lane Kiffin struggle with that. But, uh, yeah, they were they were very fortunate. And I think Lane Kiffin said as much afterwards, very fortunate to get out of there with a win. Yeah. Um, over the mighty cats uh i i'm not doing this to embarrass you or anything oh baby but, but on friday you were you were getting a little chippy in the uh i was getting in chippy. the text you were calling a double digit win and i was just curious why and andrew <laughs> let me let me just say this let me just say this and, and tell me if i'm wrong tell me if i'm wrong if for example um Cavassier smoked the running back that I hate oh, on Kentucky. If he catches that screen pass, it's nothing but green grass in front. It's a touchdown. Legit. Yeah. I mean, there is that's a touchdown. He, he he drops a wide open screen pass. Sure. You tell me that 
it couldn't have been a double digit win if the cats don't self inflict in that game. I mean, I, I like in all honesty, that game could have been a double digit win for the cats. They literally self imploded. I don't think Ole Miss beat Kentucky in any way or shape or form. Okay, I guess. I mean, it, it's <laughs> <laughs> there were so many things that went wrong, and it and Ole Miss didn't do any of it. Yeah, I, and, and I was just like, tell me why that couldn't have been a double digit win. I mean, I think Kentucky. Sorry, double digit. I said two scores. I yeah. think Kentucky is a two is two scores better than Ole Miss. I do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, when you were saying that, I'm looking it up here. I mean, if you if you took Kentucky and Ole Miss and played 10 times, how many times is Kentucky winning that game? I don't, I don't disagree with the uh, the statement that Kentucky's better. I, I don't really mind that because, yeah, I, I wasn't didn't come away thoroughly impressed with Mississippi or anything. Um but I just I, – I don't have any reason to expect your offense to be consistent. I think that's what I told you on Friday when we were texting. I was like, why – because I, I think Mississippi's defense is pretty salty. Strangely, maybe better than their offense this year. And so I'm I'm just not buying Kentucky's offense, really. Like, and, and it'll get better. And like we saw last year, too. Will it, though? Last year, it got better as well. You got some dogs coming down the line. The issue Mississippi is, State's defense isn't bad either. Unfortunately, the only issue is the offensive line. That's the problem. Yeah, it seems that I way. I mean, and actually, uh, right there at the end of the game on that last fumble, the the offensive lineman that went out, that hobbled off the field with that hamstring issue, that's the that's the tackle that got beat. You are not kidding. Unfortunately, that guy has a torn hamstring. Oh, my. He is gone for a while, that and that hurts. That doesn't seem good. Um, and so, you know, that that fumble I don't put on Will Levis, but the other one I do, he held onto the ball um, a, a lot longer than he should have. So, look, it's – just go it is what it is. Time. It is what it is. But the, but the thing is, these things are fixable. It's not like the offensive line's not going to be fixable this year. I've been down that road. But you gotta like everything else about the offense. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, if you took, if you told me Will Levis is my quarterback, I'll take him. Who else am I going to take? Sure. Would I like C.J. Stroud? Absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't mind him. But I mean, he's got the second highest. QB rating in the SEC this year, this uh, last week behind Hendon Hooker. So like, it's not like he played bad. He didn't. It's a little. Uh, I have to thank Bud Elliott for this one. He threw for two twenty. I and, think, and they I didn't think, even throw a ton. Yeah, I think eighty of those were on two separate screen passes. Probably, I know the one where at the end of the game where he yeah, broke that was, it was, that was, was like a, like a huge 60, chunk. Yeah. But I mean, they didn't even throw the ball. They don't weren't challenging downfield, no. or neither team really was. It was all all over the middle, short, intermediate. But I mean, another thing back. too is like even the throws that he made, he made some really good throws. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did he break his finger or just dislocated <laughs> in the first half? They're saying they're saying possible break. I don't. I mean, know. it looked pretty broken in the still they're shots. Saying it was pretty like, much sideways. Today they were saying. Hand, today they were saying that it, it could have required surgery. So I'm I'm assuming break warrior so. status. But uh, no, I mean, you know who didn't break any hearts? Not on this podcast, any anyway. 
my UCLA Bruins. Your your <laughs> UCLA Bruins. Friday night. How about the Bruins, oh, baby? Man. It got a little dicey at the it end did. there, but but man, they looked good they for a while. Did. Dorian Thompson Robinson looked con- in control. Jumping over kids, just that juke he put on the goal line oh, and had my. two defenders just, just wreck into each other. <laughs> That's video um, game stuff. They got Utah this week, but uh, At home. they did. I mean, I, I don't think their defense is very good, but that was my my thought just watching the game. It's like, and as he should, he's been there for five years now. Yeah. He should be in charge of that offense. I mean, he looked calm, cool, and collected. Like you're, you're not going to look stop in his me. eye. I mean, it yeah. was it was good stuff. Zach Charbonnet out of the backfield is solid. Got the old. Is he a receiver or tight end? The Bobo kid transferred from yeah. Duke, just waltzing all over the Washington secondary. 40-32 was the final. But, yeah, it did, as you said, got a little – did you stay up for the whole thing? Because I did. I did, yeah. I, I, did. I was up till about one yeah. thirty-two. It got a little oh. dicey at the end. It was, uh, I think, 40 to, like, 16 at one point, wasn't it? And Washington scored a, tough, yeah. a couple of touchdowns and had a chance at the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Bruins get it done at home. They got Utah coming to town this week, going to be a big one. Uh, in a very solid slate, but uh, it was good. Uh, good to see the Bruins take care of business. We both liked them preseason. Uh, keep it rolling. They have, I think it's it's uh, Utah this week, and then about just the only thing on left on the schedule is yeah. USC. Towards they're the playing a year. better defense this week, a pretty pretty nice little defense. But man, Utah's not gonna. They're just not gonna run you out of the building with points are they They kind of did though to oregon state yeah if but you see that 42 16 oregon over state. oregon state that was a kind of a letdown probably spot for oregon state coming off the close loss at home to kind of one letting one slip away against uh, uh i'm sorry they'd have utah this week and then a bye week and then at oregon so they still got oregon utah and usc so there's a lot of work to do for the bruins but i like what i see i think so we'll far. find out a little bit this week if they can play against that defense yep at home five and oh uh 330 fox we'll get to that later in the week uh anything else from the weekend jump out at you sir you had the unfortunate happening of that cat game at noon. Yeah. So you had a whole 12 hours to just sulk in the misery. It was. <laughs> that's, always, that's a double-edged sword about those nooners. If you lose, if your team it's, loses, a, it's, it's a tough it day. <laughs> um, things that stood out to me is that Alabama is still really good. I mean, how do you go? It goes 28 nothing, And then Arkansas just comes roaring back has a chance and then you turn the channel and come back and it's like 43 <laughs> to 20 i mean that's exactly what i did actually i <laughs> bryce young got hurt too yeah. early on 14 nothing when he went out and you're like okay I'll, I'll keep this on the side side screen here uh the youngster milro comes in and uh leads it to 28 nothing and you're like, okay, thanks for coming. But Arkansas, yeah, next thing you know, it's 28-23. I change Onside it. Kick. <laughs> I change it back to that game. And like literally five minutes later, it's it's a 12 to 18 point lead well, again. When they went for the onside kick, that's when I started watching it. I mean, I had the I had it on the primary, and I'm like, okay, here it was 28-14, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. Because and, there was questionable decision making at the end of that yes. drive. 28-14, they get the onside kick. The kicker does the old haven't seen that one since like high school where the kicker just kicks it to himself love that strategy gets the onside kick they go down and score suddenly they're within us within a touchdown um 
And what did the end? What did the final end up being there? Forty six or forty nine twenty six. Arkansas almost got the backdoor cover, late score to cover that seventeen and a half, which neither of us had because all we did this weekend was win, 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 except yeah, for did. the dang Louisville Cardinals. Andrew, when are you going to stop betting on the Louis- Louisville Cardinals? <laughs> Why would you expect anything yeah. of them when it's a game nobody cares about? I'm sorry, they scored a field, they got a field goal after that onside kick. They did, but it touchdown was touchdown and then the failed two point conversion. It was 28 14. They went down the field and it was fourth and goal at the four. And old Sam threw out the old kick crew. Yeah, that's uh. Is that playing to win or is that playing to keep it close? Yeah, that's come on, Sam. I, I don't need love you to that. go for it. What do you, I mean, you're playing the number two team in the country. I it don't doesn't. Know what you're you're cutting a two score lead to a two score lead, yeah. Sam. Come on now. Yeah. Be, be better than that. Uh, I did love. I enjoyed the cameras cutting to Nick Saban during that game because he, he was, was, was a fire. <laughs> he had some moments. <laughs> oh, he was fired up, telling them to run the ball. Uh, he made sure they knew to run the ball, and when they did near the goal line, the <laughs> The C opened, as they say, and he had a lane to run through. Jameer, um, Jameer Gibbs, 206 on the ground. That will uh, make your backup quarterback's job a lot easier. But it does add a little bit of intrigue this week, I guess, yeah. if Bryce can't go. Afterwards, a- Saban's like, oh, this happens all the time. He's usually <laughs> back in like two days. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting uh backup qb speedy little guy he is speedy <laughs> little athleticism in that kid he could probably play running back um milro is the name yeah. is it not another thing andrew the michigan wolverines got the cover Woo, made me sweat it a out little a little dicier bit. than you'd like it it was kind of predictable i think i even said something like that i can see it being like a 14-point game at the end, and, and uh, the old Hawkeyes are, have a shot to, for the uh, the backdoor cover, which they did, but uh, Michigan got the stop comfortable. It was 27-7 before uh, Iowa scored within the last minute. Um, we'll get to Michigan later, too. They're number four in the nation, and that's two weeks in a row now that it's been a Blake Corum show and really nothing else. Look, um, Spencer Petrus through for almost 250 against the Michigan Wolverines. Probably doubled his season total. Um, Can we... (laughs) In his defense, I'm looking it up right now, I'm guessing that last drive was probably about 70 of that. Hey, it's still 250. (laughs) It's still 250, and you gave it up. Hey, look, they got the win. A win's a win, right? On the road in a place they hadn't won. Now, they don't play there every other year, but they hadn't won there since, like, 20 2008 or something like that it was yeah. a, it was a long time um yeah spencer petrus 75 of those yards on the last drive you surprised uh, by sorry, 60 yards you surprised by the blowout tcu oklahoma uh, a bit i mean <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting a 35 nice. point beat down well and a couple of players got absolutely smoked in that game uh dylan gabriel just was that a dirty out. hit Twitter was saying it was. So. I wasn't really sure that it was either. I I mean, it wasn't clean by any means, but it, I don't I don't think it was like malicious. I don't think he was anything. like trying to hit him with yeah. it, like leading and trying to. I don't, I don't think so. No, it was just more of a I'm going to tackle him, and it was just bad timing. I feel like. 
but that, no, they never had a chance in that game. They could not. Rumor has it 479 yards of offense in the first half for TCU. That first half took like two and a half hours, it seemed. It was like 2.30 by the time they went to the half. And we'll get to that Kansas game mm. Thursday, folks. Speaking of field goal kickers. But that's going to be... I. I liked I liked the picks department in that. Um, uh, yeah, Dylan Gabriel went out in the second quarter, but at that time, I think it was already like thirty-four yeah. to seventeen or thirty-four to ten. It was ugly. They they had first the fourth quarter first quarter uh, drives for TCU: four plays, forty-six yards touchdown; three plays, seventy-five yards touchdown; one play, sixty-seven yard touchdown; six plays, seventy-five yards touchdown. It's twenty-seven <laughs> ten at the end of the first quarter. And just a bludgeoning 668. That's a lot of yards. yards of offense. Brent, you've got your work cut out for you, sir. Rushed for 361 on him. I mean, just <laughs> gashing him. I mean, it was 40, what was it? 4117 at the half. And uh, so, yeah, they, I mean, they took the, took the, uh, gas off the the pedal off the gas off yeah. the pedal one of those uh in foot the off the gas half. foot off foot the gas off let's the go gas. with that uh i mean just thorough beat down oklahoma 0-2 in conference they've got texas this week the loser of that game will have three losses overall uh and and i mean i'm watching highlights right now every receiver that caught a pass there was like nobody within like <laughs> 10 yards yeah. of them not making life difficult on the my, uh, horn my preseason pick to win the big 12 not looking so hot right now not looking great but i had him in the title game so i can't say much another team that didn't look so hot i didn't watch a lot of this one but minnesota not rowing the boat not rowing the boat at all uh just a week's worth of adoration and uh gassing them up yep gassing them up putting the foot on the gas they say uh yeah they came out and looked pretty tanner, crappy tanner morgan three picks no inter- or yeah no touchdowns three picks on the day just mo ibrahim abysmal. didn't play either for some reason yeah. he was uh not available there it's their stud running back but uh yeah pj Going into last week, it's like that division is pretty much there for the taking, and uh, they fall flat. O'Connell was also a game-time decision, I believe. He did play and didn't do anything crazy, but he is pretty much all of Purdue's mm-hmm. team. But uh, now that division, six teams, one and one in conference. We said before the year that it's, was going to be the best, open. most entertaining division in yep. football. It had the makings of not being that way with a Minnesota win. But uh, Purdue takes care of business on the road. Speaking of a team that took care of business on the road, Illinois. Don't look now, but they are. Uh, what are they? Are four they, and one. They are four and one, and have one of the best defenses in the nation. <sighs> we'll get to that over under coming <laughs> yeah. up. Oh. You, you will shock you, folks. Oh, Illinois and I- Iowa this weekend, um, and it led to the firing. Didn't touch on that. At the yeah. Open. We haven't really touched on the coaches getting fired. There's one every week now. Every week. Um, Paul Christ. That was the first one that was like, wait, what? Like all the other ones. 72% winning. (laughs) 72% winning percentage percentage. is 72%. Sure, that. Uh, Andrew, and they fire him? Yeah, two and three, and they've looked like dog crap this year. Let's not get it confused. One bad year. But... but 
I think the fan base is kind of clamoring for the the chosen one, uh, Jim Leonard, to take that over. Defensive coordinator who played at uh, and was a very good player at Wisconsin back in the day. So that had something to do with it, probably. But that is a very interesting move because that that reeks of Nebraska stuff right there. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's and also now I didn't realize this until this all came out. Lance Leipold at Kansas, who's got Kansas ranked in like 20 games. Um, he comes from Wisconsin. Come on. A six time national title winner at Wisconsin Whitewater Division three. And so it's like he's gonna, gonna he's gonna jump ship pretty soon, isn't he? Because I mean, he's gonna if, you can, if you can win at Kansas, <laughs> he's gonna get paid somewhere. Speaking of Andrew, I did see a tweet. I don't know how much truth there is to this, but rumor has it that some of the biggest um, boosters in Texas, the Texas A and M boosters, are willing to pay the buyout <laughs> to get rid of Jimbo Fisher. Why are things not going well down there? <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> Oh, oh boy, man pulls in the best recruiting class of all time, and the boosters say, "You know what? Don't we, we've need got him. the money. Don't need Let's him. Let's go ahead and get rid of him. Uh, we'll get to him. Yeah, but that's Wisconsin. Yeah, it's it, it's like here's your seven games, Jim Leonard. Uh, if you don't do something with it, we'll go get Lance Leipold. Yeah, so, Leipold. But yeah, that was a that was a shocking one. Uh, Carl Durrell at Colorado. That was not surprising. They are horrible. They're zero and five and uh, trending the wrong direction. They canned him as well. So that's now I think five Power Fives: Arizona State, Nebraska, Georgia Tech, Wisconsin, and Colorado all open. Come on down and save the day, whoever can. <laughs> um, who gets fired next? Because there's a plethora of options brian harson i thought we'd get that news sunday i think satterfield's oh that's not getting any that's... better that's for sure it's louisville satterfield losing to boston college over the weekend uh um, drinkwitz at missouri's trying to save his job with the battling <laughs> battling the dogs what's happening there i mean two straight weeks coming out looking human a little flat Un- probably getting compared to last year's team a little unfairly. Yeah. Uh, but did you at any point, like, I don't know how if you saw any of that or what happened, uh, did you think they were going to lose the game? Okay, I watched a lot of that game. The first half included? Uh, yes. Because I didn't see it until it was 10 nothing late or early in the second quarter, and I was like, whoa. I started watching when I think it was 10-3, okay. maybe. Um, I actually thought they had a chance when it was 16, when it was like 16, three or something like that, whatever, when they went up by a large number, I was like, there's a chance now. Yeah. Um, when Georgia got a little momentum in in the fourth though, I was like, you know what? They're going to find a way to win. I didn't think there was a chance until my man Mevis talk about a bounce back (laughs) costing you a, your super dog last week with an extra point pretty much. My man wasn't having it this week. Harrison Mevis, 49 yards, 41 yards, 22 yards, 52. 52. When he pumped through a 56-yarder earlier in the early in the fourth, I was like, okay, this just might not be your You know that would have been good from like 65. <laughs> I mean, my man is just... It hit like the middle of the net. <laughs> so it was 22-12. Missouri with 14 minutes left and that's when I was starting I mean when when you're doing that I'm like okay yeah it's just your night Missouri yeah 
And because uh, at that point, that late in the game, you're a bad penalty or a fumble away from it's over if you're Georgia. Mm-hmm. Credit to them. They uh, they righted the ship. Battled. Touchdown with four minutes left. Gave them a 26-22 win. If you look at the stats, I mean, Missouri only had 294 yards of offense. Uh doubled in first downs 28 to 14 georgia georgia turned it over twice i believe both in the first half yeah um georgia has they're a little banged up at the receiver position from what we can tell uh their top receiver mitchell's out right now so they thank god for that uh, tight end room because bowers um washington who's you know bowers can play (laughs) they can they those dudes can play any position on the. I would say Bowers. He could probably probably play quarterback if you wanted him to. <laughs> little little wildcat. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I mean, should they have? They lost the number one position. Alabama overtook them. Mm-hmm. Is that warranted? Is that uh, that's another question I put on the gram today? Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. Who you got uh, as your number one right now? Because yeah. you could make an argument for all three of them. Uh, I mean, and arguments against as well. I don't think that it matters a whole lot because it they've all looked human at, at yeah. some point. I so. maybe we're uh, maybe it's maybe it's the year closer closer to chaos than we uh, we really anticipate. Because yeah. I think I said it last week. I'm like, I mean, I literally don't watch those teams at all because they just go out and dominate every week, and it's boring. And mm-hmm. uh, everywhere else in the country, it's <clears throat> mad chaos. So. Um, but Georgia, they, they've got a shot here to get it right. Uh, I think they've got Auburn this week. They're like a 30-point favorite in that one again. And then uh, maybe Vandy. But you got Florida in a couple weeks. That's a talented team on the front lines, at least, yeah, if, they, if, as long as their depth doesn't yeah, get Yeah, I was going to say the depth there, um, the second half is just kind of what wears Florida. But speaking of, we didn't talk any about the Florida-Tennessee. Well, we talked a little bit about it, but uh, – Tennessee's defense, does that worry you at all? I mean, if Florida can put up 33 on your defense. Yeah, I mean, that's about what I I didn't – if you would have told I mean, me – I mean, put Florida it this way. Do you think Tennessee points. has a chance to challenge Georgia for the East this year? I mean, do they – Do you? would you give them a legit chance to beat Georgia? From what I've seen from Georgia the last two weeks, yeah. But I'm kind of afraid Georgia's just one of those teams that's going to flip the switch like they did against Oregon in week one, and all of a sudden you have a 20-point win. We did see that. <laughs> um, I give Tennessee a chance at Georgia. It's at Georgia. I think it's about two, yeah. three weeks out. Um, I just Maybe uh, it's November. I don't know. I think they're focused on that. They're focused on that offense quite a bit. They seem to be focused on the offense, not too worried about the defensive side. Andrew, the Kansas Jayhawks. Game day this week. Good job, game day. 5-0. and oh. uh, Got a little lucky there as well. Didn't it, love it. Matt Campbell, we all say he's a good coach. Andrew, this was he's, I said this like last at, year already. He's won successful he's had success at Iowa State, which nobody else has done. So that you have to credit him for that. But some of his in game stuff, man, is he's a conservative old bugger. Um eleven's an, an ugly number. Fourteen eleven, two missed field goals earlier in the game. End of game scenario, where are you at? Like the thirty somewhere in there. It's fourth and inches. You have time and timeouts, I believe, to run a play, get a first down. 
Why not? Of course not. We can't do they that. They don't do that. Can't they do trottle that. fella out there to kick another field goal, and none of them are really close at all. And this one included not close. I mean, you're playing for overtime. I don't know, man. Uh, in contrast, I've got Mike Norbell over here who has a kicker who can't kick. We're going for two in the second half because this dude has no faith in him. I And it didn't work out for either of them, we know, but uh, – Man, to throw your uh, to play that way and not go for it on fourth and inches. Yeah. At the end of the game. Speaking of which, Iowa State's quarterback is not good. Nope. Deckers is. Nope. I I watched him some last week against Baylor and this week and again he's not good. Uh, so that's problematic. But the Jayhawks, yeah, it's been offense all year. Wasn't the case this week. They didn't uh, need it. Didn't get the offense humming. TCU Kansas this week should have about a hundred points in it, I think. Yeah, I would imagine. Game day is going to be nuts. It's going to be awesome. Um, did you happen to catch any Oklahoma State Baylor action? Very little. <clears throat> Same here. That three thirty window was hot, um, but uh, Oklahoma State took care of business. I picked them just to mainly lack of trust in Baylor. Yeah, I was. I just thought that the Baylor defense would step up a little bit, but. Uh, no such luck. Like I said, I probably caught like five plays of that one. Like I was barely tuned in at all. It was 16-3 at the half, Kansas State, uh, Oklahoma State, and then they took the opening kick of the second half back, and it was over at that point. They're 23-3, um, but nothing really to get terribly excited about. I don't know that Oklahoma State's a top-10 team personally either, but – they went on the road and won against a ranked opponent. There's that credit a lot that. of teams that aren't. I mean, is Ole Miss a top ten team? I wouldn't say you know, so. There's just a lot of uh, a lot of teams that. Who else are you going to put there? Spencer Sanders, twenty for twenty nine for one eighty one. I mean, it's not like they were just chucking it all mm-hmm. over the yard. It was kind of a defense defensive struggle that got a lot of points in the second half i mean that's kind of where it uh where it went mississippi state i picked them and even though it didn't save i picked them and i was very confident in that i really had no had them in your picks as well yeah minus three i had no doubt in that one i mean a&m kind of never had a chance and they're probably going to get beat by a hundred this weekend (laughs) Uh, it was 28-10 in the early fourth. Didn't uh, four four A and M turnovers certainly didn't help matter, including a uh, blocked field goal as well. On top of all that, including a 33-yard interception return. So that was maybe more of the story than anything. Um, but yeah, Mississippi State at home is it seems a pretty different team than on the road, like they were a few weeks back when they looked kind of stagnant against LSU. Dude, we've talked about it before, but Max Johnson and Haynes King. They are both bad. Not is it them though, or <laughs> is it that offense? Jimbo after the game saying things he used to say in Tallahassee, where he says the plays are there to be made, we're yeah. just not executing. What about throw? Yeah, throwing your team oh, under he, the bus. He's done that for ten years now. Um, Nineteen for twenty six, two oh three. Yeah, that's it's just not going to get better, is it? Um, I don't think so. It doesn't seem like, uh, and this is this might be the first time we've seen the like the best recruiter in the game get fired. We might see that this year after pulling in the best recruiting class of all time. We might what, see that. What gets fired? Seven and five? Because I don't think seven and five. I think they bring him back for one more year at least with that class. You think? 
I do. Yeah, with the class. I mean, if you go like five and seven, I think maybe it's in discussion then. But you're talking the next two years, he's got to be in the SEC championship. I mean, you got to be challenging for it, you'd have to imagine. You're going to be three and three after this week. You've still got Ole Miss, Florida. I mean, their schedule actually lightens up. You've got Alabama this week. You just can't let South Carolina beat you in yeah. your next game. They have a bye week after this week. But um, then Ole Miss at home. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they beat Ole Miss at home, kind of like they did against Arkansas mm-hmm. Miami. Just yuck it up and find a way to win. Auburn, who knows what they're going to be at the end of the year. And then LSU is not anything special. I mean, they could still – let's say they drop one of those six. They're eight and four at the end of the year. That's what they are. <laughs> he'll get, He'll come back for eight with eight and four. I seven and five is not out of the realm of possibility, but their their defense is good enough, I think, to kind of get them get them through the rest of the way. We, but just uh, not this week. Twenty four and a half this week at Alabama, by the way. <laughs> might take this tide to cover that. Anything else stand out for me for the from the weekend for me? Pitt lost. Yikes! They are going to what be on earth to the worst team in the ACC. Uh, possibly what's worse the acc coast or the big 10 west oh boy <laughs> there's a question for you i might have to go with the coastal andrew oh <laughs> uh, it's, it's a mess <laughs> it is messy over there um pit a team that i had out of my top 25 did i have i did not have AM out of my top 25 the one that we put out yeah um and it's a shame probably should have gone with that <laughs> they really got um, some things together. no not much to say there USC took care of Arizona State. Caleb Williams, little three forty eight action on your head. Yeah, and uh, Emory that, Jones didn't play a terrible little game. For no, the, I uh, for the Sun I, Devils. I watched the. It was twenty one seventeen at the half. Mm-hmm. Uh, USC was up, so I watched the first uh, couple of minutes of the third. And yeah, they were they were. It was a little bit of a battle, but USC. Uh, I don't think they cover that. That number was like twenty five or something. Yeah, so seventeen point win. Nothing, um, nothing to get USC about. Not crazy impressive this year. They've got a very interesting one this week at Washington mm-hmm. State, I believe, or maybe it's at. Oh, it is at the Coliseum. That's right. Uh, but still, that's that'll be a shootout. In there, my may, opinion there may as be well. some points scored there. Ryan Day and Greg Schiano almost fought on the field <laughs> really you didn't, I didn't, see, I didn't this. see this oh yeah let me set the table <laughs> i believe at the time it was like 39 to 10 uh in the fourth maybe third ohio state's punting uh and then they don't the old <laughs> punter the little fake it is rumored that that is his call he's one of those little rugby punters where you run out there yeah. and if there's nobody out there <laughs> might as well run for Why 30 not? yards uh, then a little late hit out of bounds on the punter didn't okay. make Greg Schiano very happy. He comes sprinting across the sidelines, <laughs> and uh, him and Ryan exchanging some words on the field. On the field, oh boy, a uh, lot of language you don't use around kids if you're reading lips. And um, yeah, a little little skirmish. Both men after the game said it's all good. We're, we're good. I friends. like that. Yeah, uh, I liked it too. You got Ryan look. Day. I haven't seen. I mean, you don't see a ton of fire like that out of him i mean not he's, a ton. More, he's pretty more low even key. keel yeah yeah no, there was uh there was some passion going on i love that ohio state 49 10 cj stroud 154 i mean what are we doing here is this i don't know if uh jackson smith and Jigba's ever gonna play again dude's yeah. out again um but as long as we're playing 
opponents of that caliber, it shouldn't be an issue. They got Michigan State with this week, who they beat by a billion points last year. Um, I think that was a uh, Scarlet Knight cover, though. 39-point loss. I think that was about a 40-point number. So good on the Scarlet Knights to all those ticket holders of the Knights against the Buckeyes. Uh, Oregon capping off the night with a little win. Kind of Bo Nix, man. He, little 161, two touchdowns. And uh, the backup got a few snaps as well. Ty Thompson, 6'4", freshman. He uh, was he was on the discussion floor at least of playing over uh, old Anthony Brown last year and never got on the field. So apparently, Bo Nix is your man. Does Oregon still have a shot there? I think so. I think so. Yeah, they've they've got majority of their tough games are at home. So I feel like they uh, they can get it right. Just and, play it play it low key for a while. Then here in a few weeks when they're when they're like seven and one or so, they'll pop back up on the radar. They have Arizona this week, a bye week, and then they get UCLA. And then their schedule is very backloaded because they have California and Colorado. That's two wins, even though they're both on the road. And then they finish the year with home games with Washington, Utah, and then at Oregon State. So that's where you'll – I mean, I'm not shocked if they uh, if they go into – they get you got to take care of UCLA at home, yeah. you know, even though UCLA is pretty good. Um, you're going to be 8-1 and one, heading into uh, Washington on uh, the 12th of, of – and you'll probably be top 10. I mean, they're already like 13. Um they have responded as they should after that first uh, debacle against mm-hmm. uh, Georgia in week one. Andrew, I think what we should do next next year is we should take the worst team in college football that finished the, the previous season, and we need to give them an over-under on the wins. We need to take the over-under because UConn has two wins. <laughs> Things sh- are looking up. Shocked the world. Jim Mora got it going on there. Who did they beat? I forget. They beat Fresno State. Yeah, a Jake Hainerless yeah. Fresno State looking listless in a uh, 14-point effort. In That was like a 30-point number in that game, too. That's maybe your biggest upset of the year, yeah. point spread-wise. Uh, the Huskies, 19 and 14. Four point favorites in this one coming up against FIU. <laughs> the Panthers don't want any part of that. Uh, LSU down 17 nothing early. Brian Harson, everything's going right. And then it didn't. 21 17, 21 in a row. Uh, LSU Nussmeyer got in there. 85 passing yards against Auburn Saturday night. 80 from Jaden Daniels, who was like 8 for 20. Nussmeyer comes in. Uh, they get out of there with a victory. They get Tennessee at home this week. Very interesting game. Four and one. Also kind of right in the ship after the Knowles got them in week one. Got a little 25 ranking uh, there in the polls as well. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hopping into the top 25. Sure. Is LSU back? Duke is four and one as well. 38-17 over a mess of a team in the Virginia Cavaliers. That's both Virginia teams. Wild. Both Virginia. I mean, North Carolina absolutely whipping Virginia Tech as well. Those Virginia teams. Yeah, how about, Not looking the, good. How about West, the defense? West Virginia getting whipped by, by Texas. That one I was just going to look up. Um, that one was actually one of the more surprising ones for me this weekend. Quinn Ewers out again. 
I thought just the spot, much like Oklahoma was in, coming off a loss before your big rivalry game, I thought Texas was kind of upset alertish. Uh, they were mm-hmm. about a 10-point favorite. They came out and just laid the wood. Hudson Card played very well. 21 for 27, 303, three touchdowns, no picks. That was a big thing this week was injuries. They just seemed to rear their mm-hmm. ugly head again. Uh, Bryce Young, there was like four or five quarterbacks yeah. that went uh, down. Uh, oh, Malik Malik Cunningham at yep. Louisville went down. Uh, it was just like, man, this sucks. I want teams to be out there at their – oh, Dylan Gabriel, of course. Yeah. Um, Penn State 17-7. Sean Clifford, speaking of injuries, kind of rumored that he's not the healthiest kid in the world right now. Does it really matter, Andrew? 17-7 over Northwestern. I would have liked a little bit more out of that, but it's a win. They have a bye week before Michigan next week. I'll take some of that. That'll be a great one to look forward to. Uh, this, this was the preseason. I know this isn't the preview. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that in the preview. We, we won't worry about that. Um, but yeah, all in all, very good week. Five, five ranked matchups. None of them necessarily disappointed. Um, my biggest takeaway. Yeah. I was really impressed with Clemson and how easily for a lack of a better term, they handled NC state. I yeah. thought NC state would put up more of a fight there. Um, and very impressed with Texas and how they handled their business before Oklahoma this week. Those were two, maybe my biggest takeaways from the week. I think Clemson's figured out the quarterback position now. For I sure. Think they're fine. If there's they're any more fine. rumblings from that nonsense, just, just ignore it because uh, he's he's your man. They will be fine there. Um, anything else that stood out Did we that we didn't cover? Um Tough uh, in the gambling world, tough break for Syracuse holders. They were a 50-point favorite over Wagner. They were up 49 to nothing at the half. So what did they do? Both teams agreed to 10-minute running clock <laughs> oh, boy. in the second half. So that null and voids all tickets. Does it really? Yes. No books are going to put up with that nonsense. Oh, my. Uh, Syracuse went on to win 59 nothing. That would have been a winner for you minus 50 ticket holders. And uh, no, no, no. I will go ahead and take those tickets back from you because that is not a true game. Uh, Yeah, I think we got all the ranked. Kansas State, I don't think we mentioned that one. That was a two teams coming off huge wins. Weren't sure how that one would respond. Kansas State at home over Texas Tech, 37-28. And just adding to that fun of the Big 12 being kind of chaotic. But uh, in passing, mentioned Boston College upends Louisville, which was nonsense. You picked East Carolina to cover South course, Florida of course easily. I did. That game was moved from Tampa down to Miami. That one was Miami never, area. never close. Never close at all. 48 28 over the Bulls. I said I have to go with the bread and butter. What got me to that place <laughs> last year? It was picking the, the under-the-radar games, Andrew. I did it. And what happened? I went 4-0 and oh on the weekend. First time ever, Todrick. First time ever you have – I did some research. Uh, this was our best week ever combined. We never put up a 7 and Never. One. Never. We put up a 6-2 and two last year, but that was the best. This is our, I think, 20th or 19th week of picks. First ever 7-1. and one. Your first ever 3-0 and oh in the picks. And just for good measure, Kansas got you home on the Superdog as a – Four in a week. That's well done, sir. And you had to bet on the Cardinals. I had to take the Cardinals. That's uh, a hot mess in Louisville. Mm. Never, ever do it again. Florida, we'll make mention of this. Their game got moved to Sunday. They took care of Eastern Washington, 52-17. Um, 
Richardson left that game early, actually, with a little nick to the knee. So that's not something you want to experience when you're playing Eastern yeah. Washington. Didn't return, didn't need to. Uh, he'll, he'll probably be fine moving forward. But that's, I think, the week that was, Todd. It was a, uh, a solid week. Uh, teams, I put it on the gram, 15 through 24, I believe it was. Eight of them took an L, which means a whole lot of new faces to the uh, rankings this week. It helped out the Cats, though. Let's just say yeah, that. They, no, they weren't going to fall too terribly I, bad. I, actually, I thought they would fall out of the top 15 with that because uh, there's literally never, whenever they lose, it, a free they, fall. They, it's a free fall. But no, I was happy with the rankings. You mentioned LSU's in the ranking. They're 25. Kansas mm-hmm. and TCU both in the rankings, making that a ranked matchup. Mississippi State in the rankings. Cincinnati back in this week. Uh, UCLA, of course, in. That's a ranked matchup with Utah this week. Uh, good week ahead. I threw some stuff on the gram in closing here. Why don't we uh, get some opinions on that? And you said you had some questions, didn't you? Uh, I'll uh, Let me see. I might have to wait till the preview episode okay. to break okay. those out. That's no worries. I didn't really get those uh, in order. Yeah, I think I will. Except, uh, except I, I will do one. I do have one. Hit me with it. And it was kind of... It was just because of the the Georgia game that happened, but I did ask. Um, I think last week I said, you know, out of the top three teams, every team can beat any, everyone, right? Yeah. My question this week is, can anyone just beat anyone? <laughs> I mean, Bama's beatable, right? Um, I mean, when we're what we've been talking about is like teams fifteen-ish through forty. And maybe ten through forty, and and yeah, we did so make the about, count though. So how about the, the top three? Would you say that there's ten teams in America that can beat them? Fifteen teams that are capable of Ooh, beating them? That's a good question. What? It, where's that number? Ten to fifteen that are that are capable of winning that game against I either mean, uh, Ohio State, Bama, or Georgia. I mean, if you go out there and turn it over four times like yeah sure a lot of teams can can beat you any given day but it's part like, of the game like yeah it's part of but the if, game if those teams are playing let's say they're they're they play a decent game nothing crazy happens where they turn it over eight times or something like that i don't think that there's more than maybe five teams that but can wouldn't beat them. you say that very rarely does a team play their best game? Like it, no, in, of in football, yeah. in football, chaos, like stuff just happens. You're never as good as your best game. You're never in as football bad as stuff. Your like like the, the the snap on the Alabama punt. That's just football. Like that stuff happens. Unfortunately, <laughs> sidewinder, uh, the onside <laughs> kick. That's now that there was a lot of things that had to go right for Arkansas there that happened. Now, but one or two of those things pro- will probably happen every game. It's just depend, yeah. Because I think of it as an FSU fan, so and and they're in in my opinion in like the twenty to forty window. They might be the twentieth best team in the nation. They might be the thirty seventh best team in the nation. Doesn't matter. I don't think they have any sort of chance against those teams. Yeah. Uh, now, if you're talking, I mean, we saw right now Oregon's number thirteen, and I'm, I think that's fairly deserving i mean i think they're uh, I think probably Kentucky's top. in the 13th okay right maybe now. 14 that was from like i think that. that was last week's uh ranking yeah they got beat by george again that's just one game if they play georgia 10 times that outcome probably doesn't happen again if we're being honest yeah but they got beat by 56 it was also but once again andrew like 
there's no film on them, right? Like, yeah, you, you had you all have, you season. You have no to film. You have yep. all season to prepare sure. for that first game. Like, <laughs> I mean, team. Like, for example, Florida. Anthony Richardson. I would not expect him to have. I I expect him to be very average the rest of the year because the teams that have stopped him, all you gotta do is look at the film. And you know how to stop him. And sure, but he's still a pretty special player. Oh yeah, he'll be. And I think next year he's probably gonna be. He might go to the league. He's, he's eligible. You think so? I mean, I don't think he would be really ready, but he's eligible. He could take it on. He's down got the, the road. physical stuff, I guess. He's a, he's a specimen. Um, but no, I mean, but I'm, back to your question. Mississippi's number nine. I don't think if if they play Alabama ten times, yeah. I don't think they beat him. No, I don't. If either. they play Ohio State ten times, I don't think they beat him. But well, okay. Not necessarily counting the rankings. Like, let's say that the number fifteen team is better than Ole Miss, but is in the in the top twenty five. Are there are there ten teams in the country, Andrew? Doesn't matter where they're ranked. Are there ten teams in the country that are capable of winning one game out of ten against? Uh, one game's too low, right? Are there? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Now I'm, I just pulled up the top 25. Now I'm looking at Michigan at four. And I just go back to the Orange Bowl against Georgia. <laughs> they were in the playoff just getting bludgeoned. Yeah. Again, that was last year. That's not this year. Are there yes, 10 there, teams? There are 10 teams that could beat those teams any given Saturday. But it would be not the norm. All right, let's, like, let's, re, let's, re, <laughs> let's re-ask the question. If, if there's a bet out there and you had to bet on – on you, you had to take the field. You had to take ten teams winning one game out of ten <laughs> against these teams, or you're taking Bama, Ohio State, or Georgia. What are you putting all ten games. to to win all ten games? What are you putting your money on, or does that number need to be two for you to bet on Alabama? It depends. It depends where the games are. These are all neutral siders. Because I'm looking down the list. Oklahoma <laughs> oh, State's not boy. beating any of those teams. I think Clemson could beat some of those teams on a given Saturday. I think maybe USC could co- pose enough problems. There's not ten teams though, is there? There's not. There's so not. You're, even you're close. putting your money on the. There might be Woo. five. Because I mean, I posed the question last week: Are those three teams making the playoffs? I still think all of them will. Me and too. You're, you're playing for one shot, one spot. That fourth spot's going to be. Speaking of the playoff. <laughs> Old Desmond with his playoff predict- prediction. I saw a picture of that Pittsburgh, again. I forgot about. Oh yeah, they already Pitt, lost A and M, and who else was it? <laughs> Michigan. So they're still alive. And, and, and then he had like a Baylor. He had like a, a choice between Baylor and someone else yep. on there as well. It was Baylor, Michigan, A and M, and it didn't age well at all. <laughs> I threw some high lows out there. I don't know if you voted on these or not, Todrick, or even saw them. I saw them, but I didn't vote. Let the fans decide. Yeah, I said uh, high or low, too high or low, and I shouldn't have put just right because that ended up eating up a lot of the votes in these. Uh, Mississippi at nine, Todd. Is that too high? Is that too low, or is that just right? Uh, For their, I mean, who else are you going to put? I'm going to say too high, but... I understand why they're there. Zero percent of the vote was too low. Okay. 50-50, too high and too low, or, or just right. I think it's too high. I do, too. I do not think they are a top-10 team But I understand year. why they're there. Yeah, they, just, they just came off a win against a top-10 team themselves. Sure. So. Michigan at four, too high, too low, just right. Sure. That's about, I mean, 
I'd say it's right there with just right. I mean, who else are you going to put there? I mean, maybe Clemson goes. I would put Clemson there, but. 29% said just right. 71% said wow. that's too high. Too high. And in relation to that, brother-in-law Mike Uh-oh. couldn't have agreed more. Discuss this on the pod, I mean, if you want to. He's not, he's not <laughs> demanding we do. Please defend why we are ranking Michigan in the top four. I think they would lose to every one in the top 10 except maybe Penn State and we'll find that out next week uh I'll say too high because I would put Clemson ahead of them but I would once again I'm not upset with them being at number four I yeah they're they've played two decent opponents that was Maryland at home yeah I'll say too high I'll say too high because they haven't exactly looked amazing on on offense i would say i mean if you'd put tennessee in front of them i wouldn't have a problem with that at this stage but i would still if they played I'd, i would probably put them in the top 10 i mean i'd put them in the top 10 though i think you got to. you have yeah. to i mean they're five and zero. Oh, they're but i no, i don't disagree with sure. brother-in-law mike's take there sure. or the the people's take at 71 percent saying what else you got four is a little too high uh we have got the utah utes all three spots getting votes in this one. 11th, too high, too low, just right. They took that disappointing loss in week one, which was a game they probably should have won and probably would win if the game was replayed. Yeah. They had plenty of chances. Speaking of maybe the better team not winning, that fateful night in the swamp in week one. Too high, too low, just right at 11. Um, my vote would be either just right or too low. Not too high, for sure. Too high is getting 38% of the vote. Okay. Just right is 47% of the vote. 15% of the vote is too low. I mean, I'd lean at I'd lean at, at just right because, I mean, once again, they got one loss. They're a good football team. Probably not. I mean, who? but who else are you going to put at 11th? I yeah. Don't, I don't have any problem with I think at for right now, that is perfectly fine. Sure. I'm perfectly fine with yeah. the, uh, Utah at 11. They've rebounded from that loss nicely. No issues with and it. And we'll find out a lot more about them in the coming weeks. they got uh, Oregon, UCLA. Yeah. UCLA this weekend. They will earn their top 10 billing once again if they uh, take care of business these next two weeks. Oregon at number 12. They got beat by 50 points in week one, Todd. Too high, too low, or just right. Number 12, the Oregon Ducks. Yeah, I'm going to say, Andrew, I'm going to say too high. They just don't look – that's another one of my – well, well, we'll discuss that a little bit later maybe, but that's another thing is the eye, eye test has to count for something. They're another one that's somewhat taking care of business. Got really shaky two weeks ago with Washington State. They probably should have lost that game on the road. I'll say too high. 43% are on just right and too high. Just 14 on the two low yeah. for the Ducks. I don't have a problem with them there, but I am going to say too high. Your Kentucky Wildcats. Oh, boy. Here we go. Too high, too low. The people loved the the poll with my Knowles last week. Oh, boy. Which, again, we'll revisit that at the end of the month. See, here's the thing, Andrew. I love it because the fans are going to take a (laughs) shot at me because they want the reaction. They're going to do it. I know they're going to do it. 50% of the people say that's just right. 13, A-OK. 36% of the people. Too high. Too high. At 13th, correct. Yes. 14% of the folks, too low. There's some Kentucky believers out there. Oh, boy. I mean, to that even, I would say, I mean, I think Kentucky's a top 
15, 20 team in the country. And there's that's not going to change. They're not going to go anywhere. And I'm perfectly okay with that. They're going to come out every Saturday and have a chance to beat any team in the country besides maybe Georgia and Ohio State and those. Yeah, I'm perfectly okay with that. Last but not least, the BYU Cougars with maybe the most split vote of them all. At number 16, they got the Notre Dame Fighting Irish this week in Las Vegas where they are a three-point underdog. Yeah, I'm a little... I'm a little interested. I don't love BYU anymore, Andrew. 16, too high, too low, or just right? They're, they're a one-loss team, correct? They are. They lost to Oregon. A kind team. of got pummeled by Oregon. Yeah. Um, and they beat a Baylor team that doesn't look as good as they once did. Yeah. I will say too high. 33% of the folks agree with you. 42% are just fine with them. And I'm fine with it, but I think it's too high. I would uh, disagree. Really? Yeah. I think they're going to win this week, and I think they're going to win next week against Arkansas. I would have them in the 20 range. I think uh, 14 sounds good for the BYU. 14? But if they win this week and next week, the schedule lightens up. You might be looking at an 11-1 BYU top 10 at the end of the year. I'm just throwing I just that didn't. Out there. After that Baylor game, I wasn't very impressed. Last but not least, who should be number one? The Alabama Crimson Tide, Ohio State University, Georgia, or other? And I just let people off the hook because <laughs> 23% of the people are oh, come saying on. other. other? Uh, I no did get shot. one comment on that, though. Uh, our man Tim chiming in with uh i forget what the comment was something about only the team tested by a top 10 opponent and has a win so obviously so Ole miss no uh the the tigers okay number 10 and let's NC just State. put old miss at number one too because they've got a top 10 win and they've been they tested do. so they let's do. put them at number one guys and if yeah. you said other the 23 percent that said other you guys are honestly terrible <laughs> Like, who do you think you are? Hold on. Is there not a a, a argument for Clemson? Sure, they you can have, make that argument. They have two top 15 wins, one on the Let's road. make that argument. But, Andrew, once again, I've said it before. I don't care what your resume is. The eye test has to do something. And what have they done that has not looked good? They beat Georgia I mean, Tech by 30. Sure, Georgia Tech is Awful. Yeah, I agree. And they looked shaky at the start okay. of that game, but then they straightened things out, and I think they covered NC even. State's not as good as we thought they were. That that hasn't been proven just yet. They well, looked kind of struggling the other night, but I'm not ready to just say it. I mean, what do you say? They're not as I good. Mean, They're going to go 8-4? and four? East Carolina was had them out. You're not wrong. The, if if NC State wrong. loses that game, then we're not even talking about this win. You're not wrong. That's a very good point. Um, but, I mean, what are you saying? Are they going to go 9-3? and three? Are they going to go 8-4? and four? Well, let's go back to this Clemson thing. Yeah. Because if you give me Clemson against Georgia and Clemson against Alabama and 10 times, I will put my money on Bama and Georgia every single time. I might lose it, but I will win more times than not. So you're telling Correct. me that the team that would lose that majority should be ranked above those teams? Oh, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying if you're But looking... you can make a case for the resume, yes. But yeah. once again, that's been my whole argument is that people like to do this, especially 
The Cover 3 pod, those guys on the Cover 3 pod, I'll give them a shout-out even though they don't listen. They um, they love to shout-out resume and think that, that we need a, a point system for for the AP. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. But if Kentucky wins in Oxford, let's put them in the top three because their resume is great. Kentucky's not a top three team. Newsflash. Newsflash. The eye test counts for something. It's unreal. Do they not think it's unreal? Kentucky's not a top. So what I'm saying is, sure, does Clemson have a better resume than a lot of teams? Sure, but they're not as good as Bama. They're not as good as Georgia. They're going to lose that game the majority of the time. But how can you say that about Georgia when the last two weeks, they almost lost Saturday night to Missouri, who don't even get me started on how garbage they are. If they, you're talking to me about I test. And then they beat an Oregon team by like 80. Correct. So, <laughs> come on. I mean, if and, you're going to say I test is Bama more important showed, than, than who you're beating. And then like, Bama showed that they can pull away whenever they want to. Because a lot of things had to go right for Arkansas. Alabama would have a loss on the schedule if Quinn Ewers didn't go down. Well, maybe. <laughs> you can say that about NC State, about East Carolina. <laughs> like, they, we wouldn't even be talking about what do you Clemson. Mean? Nobody got hurt in that game. Well, I'm saying we wouldn't be talking about Clemson at yeah, all. They're a top at all. 15 team. Yeah. Sure. So it's the beauty of college football. It is. Opinions. But. Also, can we talk a little bit about ESPN just deciding to cut to oh, Aaron Judge boy. whenever they want to? I'd rather not. Those guys. <laughs> ESPN. Like, anybody watching these college football games cares about the Yankees. Nobody wants to see that crap. It's tough. It's a tough look. Every time he's up to bat, I was just praying, hit hit a home run. <laughs> and I he want continually you to, got struck out. I want walked. you to hit a home run, I please. I don't recall him in the two weeks they've done that. They did it for the Clemson-Wake uh, Forest game, too, two weeks ago. I don't recall him ever getting the ball in play. He was either no. he struck out or walked, I believe, every time. But I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, that every uh, will be time. no more. It's like fourth quarter in the old Miss game. <laughs> And they're panning to this and cutting the audio. Oh, it was, I couldn't believe it. Was it was beautiful. I'm sure you saw it. Um, uh, who was the guy on the call that game? Blackledge and uh, oh, a little bald guy. Uh, anyhow, the first time they cut to it, uh, they went to the studio, and they're like, the game is in a rain delay, so it's not starting. Oh, my. And Sean McDonough, that's who it is. Yes. And he says, yes. and, and it was clipped. It was all over Twitter. He says, oh, what a shame. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, even these guys know this they is the dumbest this is crap. They're cutting their audio when they go live to the Yankee game. Uh, oh, yeah, that's man. a tough scene. Tough scene there. <laughs> cutting. Just, just what? And they cut the audio, go straight to the game. Do they actually believe that people want to see that? <laughs> there is not one college football fan watching in the, South. the biggest I mean, game. If yeah, it was like exactly. if it was like Syracuse and yeah. UMass playing, sure, cut to it all Yankees you want. Yankees fans, <laughs> but Wake Clemson, that demographic is a huge crossover yeah, with Yankee baseball. <laughs> oh, you clowns! Yeah, it. Um, I I want him to hit number sixty two so we can. Did you also see? Well, this is not a baseball pod. Did you see the guy who who dropped sixty one? Oh, that's a tough one. You mean Frankie Lasagna? <laughs> My man's name was Frankie Lasagna. Frankie Lasagna just lost his shot at six figures. <laughs> he could have sold that ball for six a figures, billion dollars. And that man uh, is devastated I right don't now. Know that he's sleep slept much since. <laughs> 
Let's get this train back on yeah. tracks and shut it down. Um, seven new ranked teams. TCU 17, UCLA 18, Kansas 19, Syracuse 22, Mississippi State 23, Cincinnati 24, and the LSU Tigers 25. Let's have ourselves a week, folks. Let's have ourselves a week. Yeah, we'll catch you again in two days. We'll be at, we'll be back with the preview pod. Hopefully, by the time you listen to that one, ESPN Get will, their have cleaned up, will have cleaned up the app. Jeepers. And, uh, and maybe by then, Aaron Judge will have hit his 62nd home run of the season. So <laughs> We're we can... running out of time. we yeah, only got like three games on? left. Um, anyway, Joking. follow us, subscribe, like the post, comment on the post, leave us a review wherever you're listening. Tell us your thoughts. Your, uh, if you agree, you disagree, um, let us know. We will, uh, if it's good, we'll give you a shout out on the pod. If it's not good, we will uh, embarrass you on the pod. Absolutely. So go out there, have a day. We will see you again on Thursday morning, bright and not very early. We'll catch you next time. This has been the Prevent D Gate College Football Podcast.